you know, that's not going to help. First of all, let me do my thing. Okay, don't even, don't distract me. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. And of course it's going to help. No, it's not. Of course it's going to help. It's not going to help. It's soothing. I, I, it's it, not going to settle your tummy. It's like, it's like, this is like, uh, it's like a, like a vaporizer. Mm. You know, like when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. like in the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s, they, my mom would put this, this tan colored plastic vaporizer. And then uh, when I felt sick, and I don't know what it did, I don't know why it helped, but uh, she would pump it would pump this mist into the room mm. and then it would make me feel better. Mm. That and I would get like a seven up. So your tummy is off. Uh, yes. My, my whole innards, like from like w- past my mouth mm-hmm. and before the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything in between is messed up. I mean, you even said maybe we should bring a bucket. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I and every, yet, every so often, and yet, yeah. you're smoking a cigar. Yeah, because it's like it's my vaporizer. This is <laughs> this is a help. I don't understand your rationale. Because, because listen, I got a Coke, I got a yep. Diet Coke, and yep. I got I, my cigar. And that's that's all you need that, you to know settle what? your tummy. Yeah, first of all, this is not like I'm eating like you French ate fries. Outdated, expired chili from a can last night. I did. I, I don't know if it was outdated, <laughs> and but that's a, that's a redundancy. Outdated and expired. Yeah. But uh, no, no, no. I mean, it's outdated uh, to eat chili in a can. Oh yeah, it is outdated. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's mm-hmm, true. But like, mm-hmm. listen, I grew up like I like chili in a can. Sometimes I eat chili out of the can. Oh. I literally take off the top, oh. and I just get a spoon and I eat oh, it. Joey, I eat it with a cracker. Joey, what was crack. the what's the brand? Oh, it's. Okay, you know what Hormel chili is? Yes. This is the generic brand of Hormel. Oh, even worse. <laughs> it's, it, it's just Mel. It's just, yeah. It's just horror. <laughs> horror. Horror. Horror chili. Horrible chili. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> yeah, I am not feeling good, bro. I feel like I could at any moment throw up. But that's how committed we are to the podcast. Yeah. It don't matter. It, it don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> if we are here, we're doing it. We're doing it. And, and uh, so, yeah. yeah. <sighs> So I know how your night was. Yeah, my night was good. My yeah. night was good. You know what I did? I started watching. So Stranger Things is out. Okay. Right? Hey, everybody, don't be a spoiler. Okay, I already saw some of you knuckleheads saying things on social media that spoil it. I had, It just came out that night. Don't start saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. Give people, give people a chance. Give it at least a week. Yeah. Give it a week. And after that, man, I'm not going to be mad. Anyway. Well, because you're the guy that's going to binge it. I will. Within two days. But here's the problem. This is the second half of this season four or whatever it mm-hmm, is, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but the second half is only two episodes. And I thought it was going to be like eight more episodes or something. It's only two episodes. Now, one episode is like two and a half hours long. Oh, and wow. And the other episode is like an hour or something. Wow. So, okay, so I'm going to watch, but I want to get prepped for it. Yep. You know, I yep. want to get ready. I want to yep. get in the zone. Yep. So I didn't start watching that last night. Okay. You know, right? Okay. And so I started watching um, this Amazon show, The Terminal List. Ooh, the, how is that? Man, yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. First of all, you're, you're, you're going to have, you're not going to be very happy by the end of the first episode. Oh. You're going to be upset. But, after that, it's on. All right. And I'm only right. three I'll, I'll episodes push, in. I'll push through. Bro, I'll push through. No, you are not going to have a good time at the end of the mm. first time. I'm gonna t- I have to tell you that I now. Know, I appreciate you that. You need to be prepped. Okay, yeah, I You're do. going to I be do. very upset. I, okay. But okay. then just get get into it. And uh, I'm two episodes in, three episodes in. I like it a lot. All right. So anyways, all that's right. what I did. Now, what right. about you? How was, uh, what did you do last? What was yesterday? Yesterday. Friday, Friday night. So I, I, uh, I worked from home yesterday because we were getting mm. the carpets cleaned at the office. So carpets cleaned at the office. Yeah. I got to work from home. Which I guess was a blessing. Oh, because my kids have been acting a fool. Oh, and Wait, re- yeah, and really upsetting Michelle. 
Okay, so oh, dad was home during the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After yeah. you've been gone a little bit, too. I know. So I was like, all right, Michelle, just go do your thing. Get out go, of here. I go, just go. Go mm-hmm. be by yourself. Get I your got back this. waxed, whatever she does. Whatever you got. Wait. No, what? No. I don't know what she does. No, not that. Okay, I okay. wouldn't know. I was like, just go. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care. Mm-hmm. And man, those kids were. <laughs> so, they, they, so they had to clean yeah. and clean. Mm-hmm. And then they did a bit more cleaning. Who's the best at it? Elias. Really? Elias is the best yeah. at it. And they could be a bit slow, and then it's like you don't know Slow's okay. Yeah, if on. you get it done. But that's just it, though. They they say they get it done, and then I go inspect, and I'm like, this is not done. But you are the worst. Bro. <laughs> you run a whole company, I'm like, and you step on onto the line. You're the executive <laughs> vice president of operations. Did I get your title right? <laughs> nah, just VP of operations. Okay, VP yeah. of operations. I'm sorry, vice president. Yeah, right, vice president of operations. And you'll go out and on the line and you'll do the white glove test, um, metaphorically, but almost literally. Is it a white glove test? Or yeah. is it a finger test? A finger test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. And they all know. So like Thursday is uh, our end of the month cleanup. Your kids are so And so I came out oppressed. to the line at, uh, at like half hour before the shift ends, right? And I can already see, I walk out and Armando's like, oh, no, <laughs> like this. And I He's start got walking the white around glove. <laughs> and like I go into the production room and the lady's like, oh, no. And I, I just start walking. I go here, here. Here, 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 and they're all looking at me. I'm like, come on, guys, 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 guys. And I walk outside. Armando's like, I took care of this back area. I was like, oh, you oh, did. Oh, did you? You decided to speak up. Oh, okay, Armando, <laughs> let us check. And I start wiping. I start going through like, like we got drop, uh, they're called electrical drops, right? Like, yeah. So they're hanging from the ceilings. Mm-hmm. Things are plugged in. So I grab that and I check the top. And he goes, I knew you checked there. He did it. Oh, he did it. He did it. Oh, he got like the underside of the tape machine. He, he got it all good. All good. Because even I would not. He knows. He's like, I know where you check. If I'm turning something into you, even as an elder, yeah. I'm not about to say 100%. No. I'll you be like, here you go. How's this? No, yeah. No, he, he was 100. <laughs> oh, he nice. Was 100. Armando's like, the man. Armando was the man. So, got yeah, that name. all nice. So the kids were learning uh-huh. what it means to be 100. And uh, let's just say, out of all my kids, mm-hmm. which one of them do you think is most like me? uh ariana that's it yeah <laughs> oh yes very much so she's been really acting a fool <laughs> so much so that she understood this morning i hear someone downstairs and i'm like okay well ariana's like me she likes to get up early you know and she's up all my kids you know they're 10 9 8 they all know how to make their own breakfast they hey, know you got how- their name your their ages right that's good yeah yeah at this is like the one time because at some point it's going to change and yeah, i can't they get, them, get them mixed up but uh, uh, so they know how to make themselves eggs and breakfast yeah. bacon. They know what to do, right? And all of a sudden, she knocks on the door, and she brought breakfast in bed, <gasps> eggs, a, like a she made a, a juice, and then I come downstairs, and there's two glasses of water laid out nice. on, on the chairs that Michelle and I like to sit in, with a plate of veggies oh. in the middle for us. I was like, ah. Uh, Someone knew she messed up and just tried like, she's like, I'm going to make today right. Okay. I'm going to make today right. Yeah. So it was very sweet of her. Restitution. Restitution. Or bribery. Uh, I think she was, she knew she had to soften us up. Okay. She was softening us up. And you know what? I'm like, well played. That's yeah. what I would do yeah. in that situation. She I've knows you because she is you. Exactly. I've done that with your, I've done that to your mom as well. Mm-hmm. I've messed up. I've made her mad. And I'm like, let me get you breakfast in bed, baby. I got you. I got yeah. you. She do. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. You Nothing know, wrong. It's, as long as you see it as a part of like making amends. Yeah. Right? Like I'm not going to pretend I didn't mess up. Yeah. I'm going to say, no, I messed up. Yeah. And now this yeah. is one but of them. But then she went like oh, a little bit more. She made her brother's breakfast in bed. Oh. So yeah, she's definitely trying to garner some favor okay. in the Fowler household okay. today. Now, how did she mess up so bad though that moved her to? Oh, uh, uh, 
really a lot of it was like disobedience and disrespect. Uh, okay. So she is your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you had to grow into leadership. You had yeah. to grow into responsibility. Exactly. You had to have all that beaten out of you in military school. Exactly. All the bad stuff. And yeah, then you yeah. learned. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, she's definitely, she's definitely me. <laughs> so when will she go to Marmion? She will not be going to Marmion. Oh, is it because it's only a boys school? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Is there oh. a girl Marmion? Uh, there's Mamion? a- Mamion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, well, there's Rosary. Okay. Rosary, but, but that's not military. Yeah, yeah. But it's an all-girls uh, Catholic school in Aurora. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a good idea. Nah, no. I don't think so. Not for her or the school. Not for her or the... Yeah. <laughs> not for, I don't think those nuns are really going to appreciate <laughs> the Fowler difference <laughs> that, that we could bring to the table. No, she could be a handful. She could be extremely sweet. But man, oh, she's too much like me. Well, everybody gets into trouble. You know, you got into trouble. I get yep. into trouble. You know who else got into trouble recently? Uh, no, Gabby. 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 G Gabby Hughes. Hughes? Gabriel Hughes. Pastor Gabe. Oh. So, um, a lot of you guys aren't going to know who this guy is, uh, but he, he's an associate pastor. Uh, it's not because he's irrelevant. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't have like a huge platform or something. That's why you might not know. Who Which he means is. he's irrelevant. And we we only care about the big dogs. Um. So. So. So uh, Gabriel Hughes uh, is a pastor Gabe, a, an associate pastor with Tom Buck at okay. the, at the church that, yeah, that over that in they, Texas. Yeah, and so um, he uh, he has been permanently banned from Twitter. Which, by the way, that that that's not like you, it's not the easiest. Well, I guess it is easy to do, but it's not the most common thing for like Christians to get permanently banned. Mm. Uh, usually, you get a suspension. You know, and then it's I mean, like they definitely, uh, maybe, they maybe definitely he, throttle us. You know what I think it is? I don't think I don't know if he's permanently banned. Maybe he got suspended and he has to take it down himself. Or something. Oh, before he can come back yeah. on. But whatever it is, either homeboy, way, homeboy is we getting there. There's censorship. But yeah, yeah, he he got censored hard, uh, and so a lot of people are saying like, "Hey, man, this Pastor Gabe, it's at Pastor underscore Gabe. Um, he got banned from Twitter because he preached the gospel." And uh, so I went and looked it up. And I don't think that's why. Uh, I think it's fair to say he's he hasn't been banned for preaching the gospel. Uh, now, is the gospel in what he says? I think it is. Okay. Uh, but it 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 wasn't specifically that. I th and I have a real problem with the what he said. There's a question and an answer, uh, and then is an exhortation in his tweet. All right. So here, I'll, I'll okay. go for it. Question. What do abortion, adultery, bestiality, child sacrifice, homicide, homosexuality, idolatry, incest, and witchcraft have in common? Okay, good question to ask, right? Kind of like, kind of, uh, what do you call it? It's a little, not, not sensational, but it's provocative, yep, right? You yep. know, it's, it's a good question. Okay. All right, answer. They all deserve the death penalty. All righty then. They all deserve the death penalty. The death penalty. And then his exhortation, turn from your sin to the Lord Jesus Christ and live. Okay. Yeah. So great exhortation. Great exhortation. Pastor Gabe, I know that's what you're going for. Yep. Yep. You want to get people to see the heinousness of sin. Correct. You want to get people to, to know like all sin deserves death. That's right. The wages that, of sin is death. Yeah. That we are all under the curse and condemnation of God because, uh, well, you know, whether we are idolaters or sexually immoral or whatever, mm -hmm. we deserve condemnation. Yep. All of us. But that's not really what you said. Hmm? He said they all deserve the death penalty. There's a couple of things here. Number one, they all deserve present tense. What do they deserve today? The death penalty. Not condemnation from the Lord. Not death as a consequence of sin in general, 
but execution as a consequence of their particular sins. Mm. They all deserve the death penalty. So either Pastor Gabe uh, articulated this in the worst possible way, and it was just a, a bad framing of what he wanted to say, mm. which is possible. However, um, you know, I'm inclined to think that he might be more theonomic in his understanding, oh. maybe. So for Steve McCoy. Oh, yes. Please yeah. explain theonomy, or at least, I mean, you can't, you know. Theonomy is... Uh, give, a, give us a basic, very general, broad yeah. brushstrokes. Okay. So everyone, he's so, not going deep into this. All right, let's go back to 1925, oh. because a particular... No. Um, I was like, wow, he's going a lot further than I just made that date up, too. <laughs> um, theonomy is, is generally the idea that, uh, that the Old Testament judicial laws should be put in place in every country, in every culture. Um, now, how that works out, there's debate about that, um, but it's not uncommon for people to say, well, no, the death penalty should be instituted in many of these cases. And so, you know, now, it, you know, incest, uh, homosexuality, uh, homicide, child sacrifice. Okay, child sacrifice, death penalty today? Yeah, that's murder. Mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm also okay with the death penalty if you can absolutely prove it beyond any shadow of a doubt. I think the way that we run things in our country is a little sus. But um, hey, rape? You rape somebody? I'm okay in theory with the death penalty being the consequence of that. You raped somebody? Yeah, okay. So uh, in theory. So, but, uh, but, he's, but he basically says here, okay, so yeah, if, uh, if you are an idolater, which means if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you should be put to death. That's what it says. You, you deserve... Mm -hmm. He doesn't say you should be, but he says you deserve the death penalty, right? That you deserve to be executed for that crime. That's what it says. So if he meant, well, if he just meant, oh, the wages of sin is death, that's fine. But that's not what he says. So I, I, think, he, I think he got banned because this sounds like you're saying people that disagree with you mm. uh, should be put to death. And this could therefore, in the mind of Twitter, I'm guessing, incite people to violence, which, you know. I don't think this incites people to violence. No, no. Uh, I don't tend to buy that line of thinking. I think people that are prone to crazy violence um, aren't going to be moved by a guy's tweet. Yeah, I think they're exactly. moved by their own machinations in their head. Yep. I don't think it's, uh, yep. what was it back in the day? It was. I don't think it's Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> or uh, what's the guy who's like androgynous? Marilyn Manson. I don't think it's Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Or the Doom video game. Uh, I, maybe they are drawn to some of those things, but anyways. So, uh, the, so he got banned, and uh, I just want to say, uh, hey, let's let's. First of all, Twitter's you know Twitter's going to Twitter. All right, you know uh, I'm still waiting to find out what's going to happen with Elon Musk. Like that whole thing's kind of up in the air now. Right? Yeah, was, yeah, I haven't been following to be honest. So, uh, you know, hey. Well, Twitter can be useful, but uh, be careful. And just like, let's, let's be good with our words. Let's like be nuanced, you know? And by nuanced, I just mean specific, right? Like, let's be careful and specific mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. what we're saying because this was a poorly weeded tweet. Poorly, poorly worded, what, what, what? It was a poorly what? weeded tweet. Ah, uh, yeah. Poorly tweeted tweet? Poorly, uh, it was a poorly, my 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 game is off. Yeah. And I, I'm willing to say that. Yeah, I'm willing to say it is. That. <laughs> um, but I would say that the cigar is helping. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it now? All right. So, you know what would what? also help? Oh, go ahead. Mm. I was gonna say, you know what it would also help? What's that? Is you know, I mean, we got the we got the Fourth of July coming up. Ooh. So what what do you think would would help me feel better? Probably uh, a display of patriotism mm. within the service you on know, the Lord's Day. Didn't that guy Jeffress? Didn't don't, didn't his church sing? In fact, I know they did. I don't think it was on a Sunday, but they sang a 
hymn called Make America Great Again. Oh. You can Google that. <laughs> Is that the one that also like <laughs> shot off fireworks inside? Yeah, they're all, they're big 4th of July kind of a church. Mm, mm. That's interesting because like I see it on the Baptist. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm on it all the time, but I don't know the name of it. Is it the Baptist Standard? I don't know. The Baptist Review? TBR, the Baptist Review. The Baptist Review, yeah. It's a Facebook page. So, um, it, but every year, some guy's on there, hey, what do you guys think? Mm, what are your thoughts? What are your, and I'm always like, how is this not settled for everybody? But it, but it's not. People are processing, and some people are younger, and they're just now starting to think about it. And and some people are in unique situations in their churches where, like, hey, so you wind up in a church that's been around for 50 years or 100 years, and you're like the new guy, and you show up, and oh, wow, uh, some woman, and it's, I'm, I'm not stereotyping. Oh, I'm not stereotyping. Forgive Joey. He's not feeling well. No, no, no. It's not so, that. No, no. But okay. like, listen, in Baptist churches, 100% of the time, if there is a person who likes to decorate the sanctuary for 100%, special occasions. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100% of the time. 100% Hard facts, son. 100% of the time. 100% of the time. If there is a person that's decorating the, the, mm -hmm, the sanctuary mm -hmm. for a holiday, uh -huh. it's a woman. Now, I'm sure most of them huh. do a bang-up job. Hmm. But in some churches, uh, you know, they bring out the flag. One guy put up a picture. He's like, okay, so this lady decorates our sanctuary. It does a great job. But then for the fourth, she puts up the American flag, and she puts this poster up. And it's like an eagle and the flag. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. Then he's like, Wait, hold on. Eagle flag Jesus? I don't know if Jesus was oh. in it. Maybe a cross. I don't remember. Oh, I, I should look it's it up. It's even worse. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so uh, he was like, guys, I've just been like, I think he was saying something like, hey, you know what? I'm trying not to make waves about some of these secondary issues. I'm focusing on bigger things. and try, mm -hmm. But he's like, should I say something? Like, you know, what should I do? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've talked about this before, but it's, it's, it's you know what? It's, it's, uh, this, this drops on the 4th of July. Yeah. How do you feel about the 4th of July, Jimmy? I love the 4th. The 4th is great. I think it's fantastic. Why is it great? What's so great about the 4th? Yes. Slavery. What? What? Oh, I was trying what? to guess what you were going to say. Oh, goodness. Because, uh, you know. What is wrong with I'm you? Just, I'm guessing what you were going to say. I'm just saying, I, you listen, oh. I... I I love America. Yeah. Oh. We've got our baggage. Yes, we do. But I still love America. Some love baggage with some rotting corpses in them even. Well, hey, yeah. hey, hey, a lot of countries got that baggage every, too. Every country does. Right? Every country does. And the, the opportunities that we have here, mm -hmm. the freedom we have here, yep. I quite enjoy. Absolutely. Quite would, enjoy. Would you rather have been born in any other country? No. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's no. it's a, listen, I, there, was a, there was a guy going around asking like, hey, uh, are you proud to be an American? He was interviewing all these people. And pretty much all the people that he interviewed that were younger were like, no. Why? No, I don't. No. And then all I, the old timers were like, well, heck yeah, man. I'm yeah. Be and I, I wish that I was there because I thought like, you know what I would say? I would say like, I don't like to use the word proud in most cases. So I wouldn't say that I'm proud to be a, you know, an American or white or even a Christian, though I think there's a sense in which you could use that word. But I would say I'm honored to be an American. That's because right, yeah. what, what privilege comes yep. for everybody who lives here. And I'm not saying that there aren't various kinds of privilege, yep, yep, but yep, what yep. privilege there is to be born in a country where you it is you are actually free and you have so many means of advancing. Yep. Uh yeah, man, America's a I'm, I'm, I like the 4th of July. I like America. I love America. No, love it. And listen, I've traveled. I, I get I understand like the uh, the mentality some people especially in other countries of like arrogant americans like I, oh yeah i see it we I are we we can be yeah we can be yeah right and i get that but i don't understand like you're talking about the young like a younger generation this like it's hip or somehow it's it's i don't know i'm so open-minded that i automatically hate america 
Yeah. I don't get that. What, who, the goal. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's like, I understand that there's some issues, and I, but man, just this wholesale, like, thought process of... Yeah, there's a lot. Well, there was a famous picture that was floating around where there's this young girl wearing a t-shirt that says, you have more freedom in uh, North Korea than you do in how how foolish <laughs> yeah. are you? Well, that's what I mean. Is like so most of this stuff I don't think is backed up by any facts or reasoning. I think, you know, I think I think some people uh, are appropriately sensitive to the problems in our country. Yeah, right. Let's just say it that yeah. way. Um, but be, they, they, but they don't see the the good and the positive. They don't see mm. what's right about this country, and and they don't they aren't really able to compare it because no. they don't have any like you were saying they don't have any frame of reference for other countries and how those countries function. Correct, correct. I mean, listen, I I I, I do like Canada, love Canada, right? I enjoy my time in Canada, family in Canada, love the Canucks. Meh. But you know what? When it's fifty five dollars for a case of beer because of all the taxes, I'm quite enjoying <laughs> the U.S. at that point. So I'd ever tell you, so it's $55. That's Canadian, but nonetheless. For beer. For be Miller Lite. Just for cheap beer. And I was like, oh, maybe because it's imported. And then I'm like, check it out. No, nah, it's on par. $55. Wow. $55. So we move back here. Right. Michelle goes to Costco, sees it for $15. Yeah. Starts buying how it many all. how many cases did Michelle? Oh my buy gosh! Day? She kept going back. She thought it was a sale. My garage was full. <laughs> my my garage was full of beer, and I couldn't tell her because I was like, "I'm enjoying this. Uh, yeah. like, this is a great moment." That's just what it costs here, babe. <laughs> she was like one of those like uh, Russians that defected in the '80s and came to America. She's like, "Oh my, oh look my, at this. no what more is, bread lines. This is, is great. <laughs> what is going on here?" Yeah, I, th I think and the milk is in a bottle, not a bag. Yeah. I never understood. Yeah, I know Germany used to like Germany kept all their milk in cartons on the shelf. I just when uh, I went there, it was like really okay. Yeah, I mean, the milk bag thing. I still don't. I, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like just grab that, put it in like your special holder. You know, you. you well, you, you got to cut, cut the tip, cut the tip of the, there. Like yeah. Saturday, they go, whoop. Yeah. Now I don't. This this is why we love America, mm -hmm. and this is why we need to praise God for America. The, you know, on the Sunday before the fourth, and why we sing the patriotic hymns? No, no, no. no, 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 no. If you love so, America, no, 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 why no. would you? Why would you not celebrate it? Because I love Jesus more. Yeah, but you love Jesus because He gave you America. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to praise Jesus for, for America, who, for who Jesus is, and yeah. what He has done on the Lord's Day. And what He's done is given us it's given a us city America. on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> For us, it's not complicated, guys. It really isn't. It's like, listen, we are pro-America. But two-thirds of the T-shirts that I wear are developed by um, veterans. And so some of the money that when you buy these T-shirts, it goes to support veterans. And they all have an American flag on the right sleeve. Um, it, I, but no, no, you, you I was just going to say, like... I, I love America. Jimmy loves America. We're grateful for it. We see the problems. We want to address them. Roe v. Wade getting overturned. That was a problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've made one step, and it is only one step, uh, to eradicating abortion. Yep. It is one step. And it may be short-lived, guys. We'll see how this actually turns out. Yep. Because there's all kinds of ways they can get around this. But um, but like that, so that's, there are problems we've got to address. But love America. But we, it's not complicated because we, we worship isn't about country. Mm -hmm. It is about, like you said, Jimmy, it is about God and gospel. It yep. is about law and gospel. It is about God's word uh, revealed to God's people. Uh, so that's what we focus on. And anything that could potentially distract us for us is just automatically out. 
You're each you're itching to go somewhere. What do you what are you what are you gonna say? No, no, I was gonna ask. Mm-hmm. How many how many how many shirts do you have? How many t shirts do I have? T shirt shirts. I have two golf shirts. Uh huh. I have a whole row of button down shirts that don't fit me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many? I have no idea. If you were to hazard a guess. Ten shirts that don't fit me. Okay. That are buttoned down. So so far you're at twelve. And then I probably have ten t shirts. Okay, so you're at twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle sent me a photo of my closet. How many, how many shirts? And she goes, there are 81 shirts hanging right now, and I still have one more load of laundry. Decisions will have to be made. <laughs> mm. You I'm know, like, this, listen, let's, let's, let's talk about being a man, because I'm concerned about the ultimatum uh, your wife just implied there. We've got decisions to make, or what? Or what? You're going to not do anything? Is that really what's going on? Because, like, Jimmy, you always say, you always say, well, it's I'm all the man. Diff- it's all for different I, occasions, you know? Like, <laughs> okay. So the, the only thing that's disappointing me about this what? is that you don't have high ceiling closet. I, I, I want you to have high ceiling closet. That's pretty high. What no, that's an about? eight foot ceiling. I want you to have, that's a normal ceiling. I want you, I expect Jimmy Fowler to not only have those clothes, but to have like rich mahogany lined high ceiling closets with a stained glass window at the back. That's the kind of closet I want you to have. But no, man, look, I got like all, man, that is a lot though. There are a lot of shirts and then shelves for all my shoes. So are are we going to have some donations to clothes closet coming up here? Is that what you're saying? Wait, what? What? Hey, Jimmy, is it wrong to have have an Mm -hmm. American flag in a church building. Is it wrong to if have you, if you in live the in a, church building? If you live in America, is it wrong to have... I don't think it's wrong. Is it wrong to have an American flag hanging in a sanctuary? Oh, I don't like it at all. Is it wrong? Is it objectively wrong to have an American flag hanging in an American church sanctuary? He's processing. I'm processing because for me, it's like I'm, I'm trying to tread that line of is it just preferential for me because I think it's confusing. Yeah. And I think it's distracting. Yeah. And that maybe that's pretty, anything that's distracting from worship to me needs to go. I'm the same way. It's like okay, so like we could kind of parse it out and go. Well, it, would it be wrong to have all the flags of countries that you have missionary support sent to in your sanctuary? That wouldn't be wrong, right? No, we're sending missionaries to those yeah, things, so it's yeah. just like so that America it's would a, have an American flag up there. It's a reminder of yeah. yeah. But I do. I I think it's confusing and. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not done with it. So for us, it's just like man, keep it simple, yeah. keep that space clean and uh, you know focused, and keep that service clean and focused. Uh, and yeah, don't you don't have to sing about your country. Uh, you know what? Though on Monday, Ooh. party it up, shoot off the That's fireworks, go, go down to Indiana if you're in Chicago, go down to Indiana, get some fireworks, illegally yep. bring them up, yep. and then uh, start oh, setting them up. Or just go to the Wisconsin border. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's not my house though. Oh, no, no you're closer if you to go to Wisconsin. Not to my house. Oh, wait, you can get, you can get fireworks in Wisconsin. Yes. Okay. So what's, I mean, I don't know. I never go north. I always go oh, south. No. So usually, like Greg and I will go north. Okay. And then there's a spot right across the border. Okay. Nice big warehouses and everything. Uh, how far? Barber Drive. Forty five minutes an hour. Okay. Well, the Indiana border has one about. Nah, it's it's more than that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good to know. Wisconsin. All right. There my kids go. are like, hey, do we go up there? All righty. Let's uh, let's see. Okay, we got one more thing. Oh, here uh, you go. We got an uh, we got an email. Uh, the email is uh from a guy named. Chris, and he says, uh, "Hey, Joe and Jimmy, just listened to your SBC recap and appreciated your comments. I listen I listen often to the pod. And overall, hmm, mm. we'll dig there. What overall." 
Can't you just always love and appreciate everything? <laughs> nope. And overall, appreciate your tone and biblical approach to the issues. I had a recommendation for a potential topic I would love to hear your take on. Is the Cooperative Baptist Network, CBN, an indication of a new fundamentalism, right? yes, rising in the SBC? For context, between us, don't share. I can't say that stuff. Um, but he says, uh, okay, so in his experience overall, I look at what's going on in the SBC that we are in a new fundamentalism, namely pastors who take areas where the Bible allows charitable disagreement, insisting that these are tests of fellowship. We saw this at the convention, he says. Uh, the attitude of, if you don't agree with me on a non-essential, you're not a faithful Christian kind of view. Um, how can we com combat this? So, um, yes, that we, we've talked about this. It, it is a kind of fundamentalism, a, a, a loose fundamentalism, where they are uh, putting up harder lines of separation on secondary and third tier issues. They are, um, some people are saying like, listen, if, if you don't hold to this view or this particular candidate, you know, then uh, you clearly are not a serious Christian. If, uh, oh, if you haven't, I, I, I mean, I've seen tweets. Beware of those people who haven't tweeted anything about Roe v. Wade. Mm. That tells mm. you something about them. Well, I didn't tweet about it. Does it. What does that tell you about me? Yeah. Does it suggest that I haven't protested outside abortion clinics, that I haven't uh, been insulted and spit upon while protesting that I haven't been in the paper. Does it say, does it suggest that, uh, for the, for these things? Does it suggest that we don't preach on, on true matters of, of scriptural importance when it relates to things like abortion or racism? Does, does it suggest, I mean, what does it suggest if I don't, if I haven't tweeted something mm -hmm, about it? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, like that's mm -hmm. just a silly thing to me. Absolutely. So I, I, I do think there is a, a form of fundamentalism in the SBC. I do think the quad cooperative Baptist network, uh, is, is, uh, a version of that at least uh at least in some of what they do and uh okay so jimmy how do we combat what do you think the sbc can be doing to push back against unnecessary division within the convention and and and, and encourage greater cooperation and unity well i think one is i think we do need to kind of do a better job of laying out what makes us cooperate together? Yep. Right? Like, what are those essentials? Money. <laughs> the, what are those essentials? Like, when we talk about the Baptist faith and message, I mean, listen, I, I think we, I'm probably going back to something we had said. Sure. You know, one of Greenway's, Adam Greenway's suggestion was looking at how aligned to the Baptist faith and message does a church need to be to associate? I think that's actually really important. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not just, hey, here's here's how we guide like this is our guiding you know this is what we're using but then that should mean then the churches are signing off on that right and saying we are aligned with this yeah there needs to be and i and i get it like oh we're not a denomination listen we're a denomination yeah we're, this is a the, bad understanding of denomination who me those people that are saying like oh we're not a denomination oh, yeah. they're, they're using a faulty definition correct but I, I for all intents and purposes like we are aligned we're supposed to be aligned we're supposed to be a, a close association. We're yeah. supposed to. So I think we need to do a better job of clearly defining and then yeah. actually using that for who should be credentialed and who should not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with saying like you have to affirm the Baptist faith and message if you can't affirm it. But see, I think affirming it is. That's not even what we're told now. 
Oh, you're not even told to affirm? No. Because no. I think it has to be like affirm and follow. Yeah. Well, again, it, it's like, you know, and, and like and follow. I don't know if that would be the right word. Maybe it would be. But well, like, because let's just say. Because like, oh, follow, there's nothing to follow. It's a it's a statement of faith. It's you believe it. Um, you don't do it necessarily. Or some of the things But there is There are practices yeah. that are associated with that then, right? Yeah. So only only qualified gifted men are elders. Yes. Okay. Or pastors. Pastors, sorry. Yeah, yeah. As pastors. We affirm that. But then what about a saddleback not following that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow. Obey. Um, so yeah. Practice. How, how, practice. However we're going to say it, it has to be... Like, in other words, I don't think it has to be your church's statement of faith, but it has to, so your church has to somehow formally agree with it, to express that. And how they do that, like, I'm totally open to us saying, like, if you want to be a part of the SBC, then you've got to go to the state level and they will be the ones to credential you. Yeah. Like, you'll have to, if you go to this, if you want to be a part of the state convention, then you go through that process. And some of the states will say, like, you have to affirm or whatever you have to embrace mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the uh, the Baptist faith and message two thousand. If you can't, you're not going to get in. Yeah. But you can sidestep that and still be a part of the SBC. And a lot of states don't require it. Mm. So I would rather them just say like, no, you've got to, you know, whatever the word is to say like, you have to sign off on the BF and M. And uh, and if you have any kind of exception, then you're going to have to tell us what that is, and then yeah. we'll decide. And then if that, that's okay. That, then that will be decided. Yeah. If that's there, it, right there. there at the state level. Yep. Um, and then if you get to the the the, the convention level uh then the, and somebody goes hey listen they've gone through the state and they've been accepted but their exceptions are this and this and we think that they need to be something done then you can deal with it at the convention correct level. correct yeah so i agree uh, that was my thought as well like we need to be better confessionalists because mm -hmm. we boy people love throwing around that word but they are not the SBC not, is not confessional yeah they're confessional insofar as we have a confession but we don't use it yeah not really no not really. We're we're confession in name only. I don't know. I was trying to think of like a rhino. We're. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think some yeah. sort of thing like that, but I can't think of what. Well, it's like you know, and but it's interesting because I was talking to Bart Barber, the president of the convention, mm -hmm. and he said, you know, "Oh yes, such a great interview. It was a really I know. Good interview. It was so amazing. It was like the first real interview oh, that he did. Goodness, you know? he wanted to do it with us, but you were too busy gallivanting. No, no, I know whose fault it was. Oh really? Yeah, Matt." Hensley. Hensley. Mm-hmm. Sneaking Matt. Mm, you yeah. knew Matt. Yeah. Matt, listen, do better. Do, okay? do better. You know, and we know that you're the puppet master. We know that you're the real president. Okay, Matt? <laughs> we know that Bart is just a pretty face up there. Ain't nobody want to see your bearded mess. So, um, But Bart was saying, like, like he's convinced. And Bart's a historian. Like, yeah. Bart's not. Some people don't know. Like, like, oh, he's just some pastor of some church. He's a farmer. Like, you know. Hee-haw, like, no, he's a PhD <laughs> in church history. He's, he's been involved in, 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 in theology, history, and denominational work for years. He's mm -hmm, a really mm -hmm, smart guy. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, hey, uh, like, we're more aligned overall on the specifics of the Baptist faith message today than we were in 2000. Mm. He, you know, he, he would say, like, in 2000, we had more churches that had females that had the title pastor in like lesser roles, but they weren't, they weren't pastors like the pastor, but they mm -hmm, had these mm -hmm, lesser mm -hmm. roles. He's like today, like the whole, almost the entire convention, like the vast majority would just sign off on like, you have to be a man to be a pastor in this thing. But we've got to do work on how we actually get to that with the SBC. So yes, Jimmy and I, we answer with confessionalism. That's it. That's the answer. That's it. All right. Well, listen, um, Jimmy, if they want to support the podcast, 
Mm. What do they do? How do they, how, how can they how can they help be a part of what we're creating here? Well, one, following us online on Instagram, mm. Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You could also support though by getting in on that all access content. It's good stuff. Like you could sign up and you could click the link on your podcast player for mm-hmm. this episode that says support this podcast, or you could head on over to doctrinevotion.com slash all access, and there you can register. Man. You know, our subscribers, they get a freakly free oh. weekly devotional oh, meditations Monday freakly. through Friday and the banter truth pod. It's freakly. That's that's a good word. That's a good New one. t-shirt. New t-shirt, freakly, freakly podcast. Freakly content. And you get banter truth on Tuesdays. For those of you that want some gear, you head on over to jofostore.com and you can grab it right there. I feel bad, man, because uh, some of these people that aren't all access members are going to miss out when we're going to talk about recovering discernment oh. from the discernment bloggers oh. on the Tuesday's Banter of Truth episode. Is that what's coming up next? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Later. Later.